Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. Tonight I'm joined by Naji Kara. Hello. And Paul Hope. Hi everyone. Right, so that's the first game in the books. It's a win. What did we make of that win? Ooh, it's so many conflicting emotions. Uh, it's a win, isn't it? It was, it was decisive until it wasn't. And then we're right back where we were last year with injuries as just so demoralizing on players we're really rooting for. And I'm pretty sure we named out. Defensive player of the year last year yeah, on this podcast, anyway. Um, so, yeah, loads of conflicting emotions. Uh, very high because we look good, uh, and then very down because we also didn't and we lost players. Paul, it's just typical Fortunate Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the emotional roller coaster, Najee, for the yeah, NFL. That's it. That's it. Oh, man, I mean, what? Fourth quarter, two minutes to go. We're 41 17 up. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, our predictions are looking not too shabby. You know, we all got a bit carried away. And that last two minutes, I mean, like, yeah, like you said, Dave touched upon for it. Like you said, the, the main emotion in the group today is just, it's not elation, is it? We won, but we're right back to where we were against the Jets last year. You know, Verrett's out, Mostart's out now for eight weeks. And, yeah. But then there's the niggling. Optimist in the meals, you know, Depot's monster game, Mitchell, yeah. Jimmy G, yeah. Lee is called Jimmy G being MVP. And if he keeps it up at this rate, I think I read today, Lee, was it about average 12.6 yards attempt per attempt, sorry, yeah. for Jimmy G? Yeah, I think that's that's about right, yeah. yeah 300 yards passing, yeah, 68% <laughs> of his throws. Yeah, it's a lot better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the one thing that Jimmy did do, which he doesn't normally do, or we haven't seen him do for a while, is actually throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Yeah, much more decisive as well. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, so what should we talk about first? The, the bad news and then we can finish on a high? Yeah, go on. Well, I was just about, about to say, Nadji, I think Gareth's missing. I think we said in the preview show that we all were confident Jimmy was going to air it out. Yeah. And Gareth was a little bit, nah, it's not happening, so... I think Jimmy yeah, must have been tuning why, in. Add him to the list of viewers, Lee. <laughs> that's why he's not here. Baby. Yeah, but but to be fair, I mean, Mustard was hurt on what the, the fourth, the fourth, fourth player. player yeah, fourth yeah. so he came out. That left us with only two running backs, and G. Michael Hasey only actually had one attempt at running, which he ran in for a touchdown, um, three yard run. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it was Elijah Mitchell all day, yeah. and that's really unusual for a Shanahan. Running back um, team. Yeah, yeah, it was very surprising. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk. Let's talk bad news. Obviously, Jason Vera is out for the season. Um, Devastating news that. So heartbroken for him after the season he's had last year. Managed to stay healthy despite the you know horrid, horrible season we had, and then. Yeah, just one of them ACL. You you know us straight away, don't you? Because it's a non-contact. It it doesn't look like anything, and he's in pain. And yeah, this is um, 
this is bad. Um, that's potentially the worst injury we could have had as well. The fitness group. Um, we, we talk about it. Gareth mentioned the whole off season. But I mean, thankfully, Lenoir, I think, played well against Detroit. So he, he played uh, absolutely excellent. I, I don't yeah, think people did, actually yeah. realize how well he played. Yeah, so, he played really, really, really well. Yeah, he was really, really good. And he, he played on 55 coverage snaps. He was targeted four times. He only allowed one reception, and that was only for yeah. three yards. Yeah, no, he played really well. So, so there's optimism, and obviously, we we saw we signed Josh Norman. So let's see what he's left. He's got left in the tank. He, he didn't look particularly good this last season with the Bills. So so we'll see. We'll we'll probably sign somebody else soonish. Uh maybe Sherm. Uh, that that would be good. A bit you know a bit of leadership in in a locker room and tactics and all that that he's very good at. Uh but it's concerning for the future for sure. Um and then most art but I I almost kind of was expecting it from from him. I don't think he's ever had a full season. No, he hasn't. Not injured. So uh I would imagine this is his last season with us. We 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 kinda have to get away from these players that get injured all the time. And and his replacement played an absolute an absolute blinder despite, you know, Sermon being an earthy crutch and me calling him for a thousand yard and turns out he's number three on the death chart now. He's number four. Number four, yeah, he was number four. Yeah. So um so yeah, but bad news for the um, I'm I'm sure we all <laughs> had flashback of that MetLife Stadium uh, last last year, didn't we, Paul? Oh, definitely. Um, I think what was interesting watching it on Sunday night. Um, so I was watching it with a Lions fan, and he was just like he saying, "We're not a great team," and he said, "Obviously, we've got the tight end, and we've got the two running backs, but." He was saying, as a neutral, because I knew I was coming on the pod tonight, he was saying the worry for the 49ers would be if the Lions are scoring that amount of points against us. Um, and I know, obviously, you, you, you look back, like Lee said, off air, watch the game back today, I haven't had a chance to watch it back today. We were leading 41-17 with seven minutes remaining, and he started taking out the starters, which, to be fair, what you do, you don't want the injuries. And yeah. that last two minutes, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the roller coaster. I think we were all reaching for the fireball. All I can say is thank God for Jared Goff on that last drive because anyone else, I was, I would have been worried. I mean, what seventeen seconds left and they still had a chance to win it, didn't they? And it was well to tie oh, it. To be yeah. fair, but uh, yeah, the way we were playing, they'd have probably got the two point conversion. As soon as that ball bounced off Kittle's face, and then obviously yeah, was... Debo had the first down, and then the ball got stripped. It was like, oh my yeah. God. Welcome back, NFL. <laughs> to be but, fair, yeah. though, I mean, there were 16 of those points in garbage time. Yeah. We, we were playing prevent defense. We were stepping back, letting them throw yeah, the ball yeah, just exactly. to run the clock down. So, to, to be honest, give them the first 17 points by all means. But those last 16 was just in garbage time. We had such a big lead. It's not as though we needed to beat them by such a big margin, if, if you know what I mean. We, yeah. we, we didn't need to put ourselves in that position where we could possibly cause more injuries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it could be worse. Sure. We, we could have been like the Packers, you know. Yeah. Coming at the Bills. Or the Bills, yeah. NFL, <laughs> we were saying, Nadji, the Chiefs-Browns game. Browns pushed the Chiefs all the way. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, it just goes back to what I'm saying, that, you know, 
you know, when you said we we're going to go 17 and early, it's just, it's not that simple, is it? And that, no, that's a perfect here. example of uh, even a team that's down 24 points can still, it's the NFL, the margins are so small, a little bit of bad luck, a little bit of, and I'm sure the players kind of had their head down as soon as, because it happened after the injury to, to Jason. And it's just, it, it's at the back of your mind and you're like, ah, oh, here we go again, we're back at what we were last year. And, you know, maybe we took our foot off the gas a little too soon. Uh, but, you know, to me, the game was in a bag at halftime. And I'm sure that's why everybody was thinking we, we were unstoppable. Um, they didn't really have much uh, to show for. Yeah, a couple of touchdowns. They had, what, 10 points in the, in the first half, didn't they? So, and that drive was, I think we were playing very soft zone and, and stuff like that, which we're going to talk about when we talk defense, because I want to talk about Fred's performance. I thought he had a good game, but I'm not sure us playing zone all the time is, is a good use of his skills. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's the NFL, you know, uh, the Steelers win against the Bills, everything, everybody thinks they're going to just destroy everybody and then the Texans score 38 points or whatever and nobody saw that coming it's it's the NFL margins are small and you can't really rest on the laurels and you know one band bounce one fumble and you could be in trouble and as you said luckily it was Jared Goff and the Lions if, if we play a good team on a Sunday like this if it's Russell Wilson no doubt they'll win that game you know it's just well, it is that's the is. thing, Nancy, isn't it? You see the Cardinals, you see the, the Seahawks. Obviously, I'd oh, read on and you, you could see them. Yeah. I mean, it, it says all the NFC West all teams oh, win the first game. <laughs> you know, yeah. you think, oh, Stafford was looking good for the Rams. And I mean, talking QBs, how are we feeling about Jimmy G and Trey Lance? How are we feeling on how it went on Sunday night? Well, I'll jump in. I think there's no point talking about Trey, really. That pass was, he had, what, three plays, four plays? I, I think we were snaps, very cautious. Yeah, four snaps, yeah. We were very cautious, the, the broken finger and all that. Uh, and there was clearly no need to put him in harm's way. Um, so, I mean, the touchdown the was nice. He got out of the way. He doesn't have to worry about it. It's his first touchdown. So, uh, congratulations, Trey. I know you're listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Lee, do you want to talk about Jimmy? I think he had a good game. Yeah, I thought Jimmy was excellent. I mean, at, at the moment, there's still a game to play tonight, but at the moment, he's the most efficient passer um, in the NFL. So yeah. that, that, that's good. I, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was more decisive. Um, obviously, he, he was chucking the ball past 10 yards, which people say he can't do. Um, he had an absolutely excellent throw to Debo for Debo's 79-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was um, great. He, he recognised what the safety and the cornerback were doing. They both had the back to him running downfield. So he knew that he had to put it short for Debo to turn around and get that ball um, and make sure that he didn't risk it being intercepted by the cornerback. So he knew exactly what he was doing there. So he, he showed recognition there. Um, and for Debo to, to come around and make the catch and then run it in, it, it was an absolute excellent play. Obviously, he didn't start too uh, too well. He fumbled on the very first snap. But yeah. that that's Jimmy. I can't remember who said it, but Jimmy needs to get this one bad player out yeah, of the way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he just lights up. And it was the very first play of the game. Um, I think everybody was the same in the group. Everybody couldn't believe it. Oh, no, here we go again. <laughs> but then he came out and he, he balled. It was absolutely yeah. fantastic. And he, he actually looked as though he was back to his 2017 self. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even 2019, is it? I think his movement in the pocket is so much better. Yeah. Um, he looks so much more comfortable back there. He doesn't do his stupid pirouette and get... I mean, he did get sacked once. Um, there's no much he could have done on now. Uh, but he did but he manage to escape a couple. Yeah, he yeah, kept absolutely. all of it and he avoided the yeah, pressure yeah. and he was ducking and diving. He avoided a couple of sacks, which... Yeah, yeah, that's what year. I was going to say. A, g- yeah, a couple like- of good, one good run as well. I, c- I can remember him yeah. going, and you know, so it, it's what we saw in the preseason, I think. And that's what it, as much as I like the deep ball and, and all that, it, it's obviously great to see him do that and do it successfully. I think the, you know, the, the presence in a pocket is what makes me happy that we have Jimmy. Um, and I'm not in a rush to see Trey. If Jimmy can keep up playing like this, I, you know, just it just it just looks confident, and you, you don't feel like even if it's third and eight nine, I I feel like we can complete it, and we we're gonna move the chains and and carry on scoring points. I, I think I've, I don't know why you Paul, but yeah, 2017 Jimmy when he came in against the Seahawks, that's that's what I see right now. Yeah, like like you said, Najee was clicking with Debo, he was clicking with Kettle. Yeah. There was a couple of third and eight, third and nine that he converted. I thought Lee would have touched upon when he uh, touched down to Mitchell. He seemed to audible at the line of scrimmage. And yeah. like you said, that confidence and he had the team on his back. Obviously, we've all been a big supporter of Jimmy G. When he came in, we all jumped on the bandwagon, got the jerseys and we thought it was set. Like you said, if he can play like this, we've said it off-season, we're not in a rush for Lance to come in. Um, I was a little bit frustrated with the running players we put in for Trey. I think it was too obvious. It was too scripted. Yeah. Even oh, I think there was a reason it was too obvious. Oh, Because possibly. Shanahan wants to have a look to see what teams are going to do. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Never thought of it like that. It was just, there was one, I can't remember the, I think it was in the first half and they put Trey in and it kind of stalled the momentum a little bit like they just stuffed him at the line but then, like yeah, Nadji yeah. said, Jimmy came back in and converted the third down, you think. This, I mean, half time it was done and dusted, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Game was <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> but and you know, and he, he, you know, he played with yeah, as you said, with losing Raheem Mostert, and you don't know how much of the playbook that takes away because Mitchell wasn't there for the whole of camp. So obviously the playbook is a bit smaller, uh, you know. I, and then and Ayuk didn't play quite as much because of the hamstring and making sure he. Is fully fair and 100%. So, what does that do to our playbook as well? So, and yeah, I think we didn't need to do much more. <laughs> Looks like we we might have, but I think yeah, it's just decisiveness and it wasn't super flashy, but it wasn't it was it was good quarterback play. You know, when you end yeah. up with QBR yeah. of 76 and quarterback rating of 124, I think you and you win the game, then pretty good. Well, you've said that's all we've needed Jimmy to be, Nadji, and, and touching yeah. on what, what Lee said. Maybe it's his new way, Lee. Get the fumble, get the first play done, <laughs> not an interception, get it out <laughs> of his system, and then if he's going to play like that. <laughs> so the, the one and only gripe I had about Jimmy last night, and the is only one, because everything else was excellent, on the player that he got sacked, he was looking directly at the player who sacked him before he snapped the ball, and he didn't yeah. adjust the blotting. I'm I'm gonna give that one to the line. I think it's some. He should have. He should have. I mean, to Jimmy and the line, I guess. Uh, he, sh- he should have slid his protection to the right. He should have. Yeah. And and but the line should have recognized what was going on. It was an obvious corner blitz or safety blitz or whatever, whoever it was. I can't remember. 
Um, and the line should have adjusted. Um, I might have been hasty in the game at that point. Might have been able to pick him up or something. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. He, he saw it and he should have. Maybe he had a hot read that was taken away straight away and he couldn't throw the ball. But uh, I mean, one sack, right? That's, we'll take that. It's not. It's not too bad. I was going to yeah. say the line. The line yesterday. I mean, I think they allowed two pressures and technically yeah. it was zero quarterback hits yesterday, according to. Uh, PFF, I mean, they just looked superb. It, it was nice yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk about the line because I, I was going to talk about the surprise that we didn't expect was it's Elijah Mitchell, obviously. Who to me was kind of the... I mean, Debo was the MVP until the fumble because, I mean, that was a killer. But I think Elijah Mitchell, especially for the surprise, we're, we're back on the surprise again again. Uh, but, you know, rushing for 100 yards. And we know it's a, an offense that favorites running backs, but you you wouldn't think on his first game as a rookie, having missing two weeks of preseason, you, it, it would have been that good. And a touchdown was, was pretty, very special, I think. Um, Show some speed on that. Um, what did you think, Lee? Happy with Mitchell or kind of wanted Sermon to be in because... No, I, I wanted Hasty to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about Hasty. I think he's excellent. Um, so I was quite surprised that Mitchell came in, especially considering the conversation we had on the episode about um, the roster getting cut down to 53. And we were all on the fence whether or not Mitchell Mitchell would actually make the 53 roster. Yep. Not only has he made the 53 roster, but he's gone out in his first game and ran for over 100 yards. So... That that was a surprise because he didn't seem to be putting it together in the preseason games. Obviously, he, he must have been doing it during practice, yeah. because from what I gather, reading um, Matt Mayo, um, Trey Sermon, he was already number four before we got to this um, game, which is quite surprising, given yeah, the fact that we took him in the third round. Yeah, and it's almost like if he wasn't a third round pick, when he might. You know, even not made the, the roster. So uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it was the uh, first time since 2012 that we had a 300 yard passer, 100 yard receiver, and a 100 yard rusher in the same game. That's a yeah. bit of positive news for you if you look at the stats. No, but that just shows how dominant we were until, you know, the, the game. Looks close, but it was really never close. They they just got on fire and they were home. And you t- you can say anything about crowds; they definitely impact what is going on on the field and having the home field advantage. I, mean, this, the, the, I, I don't think the comeback ever happens if this game is in Levi. Um, so I I think it was I I have nothing to say about our offense. I I thought we were excellent, and I can't wait to see it with Ayuk at full speed and. And I thought Sherfield played really, really well. Uh, touchdown was really cool, but he was kind of clutch on a few further down and made a few very good catches when he needed. And it's just, you know, we have so many weapons. And now that we have a backfield that isn't going to be, teams are not going to know what, what to do. There's no film on Mitchell or Sermon or Hasty, really. Um, it's going to be very, very hard to defend. And I think, I think Luke out, um, whoever we're playing next. Is the Eagles. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still feeling very, very confident, despite you know not breathing for about two and a half minutes <laughs> of game time. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've got nothing else to say about the offense. I was very, very happy. So Even though, 
yeah, George didn't have his best game ever. Um, bit of rust, maybe. Didn't play that much last season, you know. But hey, he still like... ended up with um, 78 yards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the one thing I'll say on um, offense before we move on to defense is um, Shanahan was asked why Ayuk didn't play as many snaps as what people expected him to play, given he was our best receiver last year. Um, and the response from Shanahan was twofold. He, he basically said he's missed some camp with a hamstring injury. He's coming back off that. But then he went on to say, but Trent Sherfield has won that opportunity to start. So he's basically said Trent Sherfield is, is beating out Ayuk in camp. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's good to see you know, the competition. Not because you were a first-round pick two years ago or last year, and it doesn't mean you're going to start. The best yeah. player, whoever fights, is going to be on the field. And, I mean, Ayuk still got 26 snaps. I know some of them, probably most of them, would have been on, on special team. I mean, that's what a shot. Well, actually, does, 15, of them. 15 of them were on receiving players. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, he did play, and we know what he did to Pettis um, a few years ago. As just, And, you know, it's funny because it happened to me this season as well. I, I was a starting running back, and then I got benched, and then it's how you respond. Do you give in and say, oh, well, that's not fair, and cry about it? Or do you fight for your job and try and get better and show that you're better than, and that the coaches have made a bad decision? And, you know, that's... That's what you want, and hopefully Brandon and I, you can can rise up and and be even better. And if you keep pushing each other like this, and then we all get better together, then that, that makes for a very good team at the end. And that's how you win trophies. So I'm happy for it. And you know, not that we plus with the hamstring, we didn't need him to get hurt and miss five weeks or whatever. So yeah. So there you go. Okay, so let's move on to the defense then. What was your well, initial thoughts on defense? Well, Paul almost called the the score, didn't he? Just wrong, <laughs> wrong. <language>. Yes. <laughs> the pick six, I know, but when you the watch it six. again, Fred's nearly yeah, there. But I do love a pick six, mind. Especially, especially from Jared Goff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to happen a lot. Yeah, no, Paul, do you want to do you want to take it? I've, yeah, I've got a lot to say about our defense. Yeah. Right, well, I, I want to hear what you guys have said. I mean, we, we called Nick Bosa before the start, didn't we? But I was pleasantly surprised with D Ford. I was absolutely over the moon when he got that sack. Um, Played I loads mean, as well. Yeah, and Bosa as well. And I think our front looked good. I think Ibukam was, he just seemed explosive. That front four of like Armstead, Bosa, Ibukam, Ford looked really good. Um, you guys probably know more than me moving further back like Fred Yarboy and Adji and obviously we've touched upon the Verrett injury and we said Lenar looked really good but what were your what were your thoughts gentlemen so so just before Naji jumps in there seems he's got a lot to say which is unlike <laughs> Naji <laughs> he, he said D4 played a lot of snaps he only actually played nine did he? he played nine s- snaps he had six pressures and one sack uh, that's why because I, I, I've just watched the highlights before we, we came on and it was basically on every defensive highlight. So yeah, I just yeah. assume he played loads of snap. Well, okay. Well, I mean, all the better, right? Um, if if he was impactful in almost 100% of the plays he was on. That's uh, that's good. 
to quote Lee, it, he's pleasantly surprised. I mean, to get him out <laughs> on the field at this level, I mean, in the summer we were all debating whether we were going to cut him, whether we were going to have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not even sure he was going to be playing at all, yeah. So, oh, go on, Lee, t- tell us what you thought about, about our defence. So, initially, and initially, I was very concerned about um, the run defence. They seem to be getting huge chunk players on us. Um, there's a very good chance that's because Kinlaw wasn't there. But if we're going to rely on Kinlaw, we definitely need somebody to come in and um, take Kinlaw's place when he's injured. I think yeah. that's going to be Maurice Hurst. But obviously, Maurice Hurst <laughs> can't play at the moment either. Um, so we're a little bit stuck there. On the first big play, or the first big uh, run that Detroit Lions had, Drake Greenlaw actually missed a tackle when he was at the yeah. line of scrimmage. Otherwise, that wouldn't have been a chunk player. So th- there was that. I think as the as the game progressed, we seemed to be getting better. However, when I've gone in and had a look at the stats, in the whole of the second half, the Detroit Lions only ran the ball six times. Three of those times weren't actually run players. It was Jared Goff scrambling. So they only had three runs, and that was, that was necessitated by the scoreline. So... You can't really get a good idea whether or not we did make those adjustments to tighten up the, the run defence in the second half because we didn't get the chance to show that. So I'm, I'm still a little bit concerned that once we go to Philly next Sunday, Philly run the ball on us successfully and establish the run uh, and that could be our undoing next week. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's what I was going to say. Uh, first of all, I think I think our D-line played really well um we mostly rushed for the whole game um which is what we we were very good at in, in 2019 and, and and i think penis actually played really 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 well he much did. better than he did uh during the preseason uh, but basically um stopped bosa from doing pretty much anything even though bosa was a nuisance all all night um but that you know that's what penis can do um but yeah, I thought we played pretty well on the Z line. There was quite a lot of pressure, and I think Jaragov wasn't super comfortable the whole time, and we, we put him off the spot uh, enough to, to make an impact. But I don't know if it's because we were ahead so early and, and we were scoring points so so often. But I think to make Orion switch to some kind of it, it wasn't full prevent, you know, stop them from from scoring late kind of garbage time defense, but. We went into this very soft zone with Fred and Trey dropping, and obviously it paid off once when when Dre got the pick. But I I would have liked to have Fred on on TJ Hawkinson the whole night, and then making sure you, you know Lenore and and Vered were man on on the outside, and um, and then you know letting Tart and Ward do their thing in, in the back end. So. But I don't know. We seem to not do that and play low zone even out of our linebackers, and and I think that's why they got kind of chunk plays, uh, as you said. You miss a tackle, and if it's in your zone and you're the only one you miss a tackle, it's going to go for a lot. Um, and I, it could be just week one. You know, it's readjusting to NFL speed, and but even Fred, I think, missed a couple of tackles, which was really surprised. I think. With Jamal Williams ran through him once, and it was I was kind of questioning what was going on. Um, but I'm sure they'll bounce back. I, I was really happy with the way we played. We made them 
work really hard to score any kind of touchdown and they they had to have uh kind of a fluky play on on fourth down where Verrett almost got that Hawkinson pass on the sideline it was maybe a millimeter or two away from deflecting it and, and stopping that pass from happening so I was quite I was quite happy about the way we played obviously we managed to seal the game away at the end and I kind of I, I was very confident that we would especially against Jared Goff and Quintus Cephas, <laughs> the <laughs> receiver coming out of nowhere. But yeah, I just, um, I don't know, maybe it's, you know, first NFL game calling by Demico Ryan's, a bit of nerve, a bit of, and then the game kind of got away from us. So maybe panicked a bit and I don't know what happened towards the end, but I would like to see uh, maybe a bit more aggression, um, especially against teams like this. Uh, if you start, you know, putting doubt in their mind, um, it makes the game a lot easier. You can play away uh, a, a lot faster, especially if you get a pick and you know you just keep going at him and send send some blitzes from from the safeties or everything. You know what he's done during the preseason. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm very happy about Lenore's performance. I thought he was absolutely awesome, and he's uh, the only player that played all snaps. So I think that shows he played some like 90 snaps. I think. Uh, hang on, I've got it here. Defense. Yeah, Fred played 77 and Lenore played 90 snaps. Um, so some of them might be on special team, but I don't even think it is. So, um, yeah, there you go. I, that's why I think. I think we played really well. Um, uh, as you said, like those 17 points at the end uh, don't really count. So it was more of a you know 41 to 17 victory than than anything. So I find that quite interesting. You've gone through and you've named quite a few of our defenders there that, that stood out. The one defender that you haven't named is, for me, the, the man of the match, the, the MVP of the defence last night, and that's Algier. I yeah, thought yeah, he, he was absolutely really well. outstanding. Yeah. I couldn't believe how well he played. And some of the tackles, which were pivotal tackles, were, were great. Um, he, he had a fantastic stop for a loss of eight yards. He, he just looked a much better, a much more complete linebacker than what he did last season. Because yeah. last season, I did have my doubts about him, and I thought he was definitely the weak link in the defence. But the way he played last night was phenomenal. Really enjoyed watching him play last night. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's true. Um, definitely true. I was just focusing on the big names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, I'm glad that we do this the day after. So obviously, like you were saying last night, Lee, in the group, that crazy two minutes, we were all getting on the emotional roller coaster, and then you jump on 49ers Twitter and, you know, like you were saying then, actually, the, you know, fire DeMarco, and you think, hang on, first game as a defensive coordinator, there was going to be a few teething problems. We've said there, we need to improve our open field tackling against the Eagles, possibly force a few more punts. I mean, we sacked Goff three times. We actually hit him on another six players. And I think we broke up about four or five of his passes. Um, and like you said then, Ajim, how he calls the players moving forward, he'll need to show a bit more variance, you know, like what we did under Salah. But it's his first game. Like you said, I'm happy. I liked how you and Lee have phrased that last two minutes in the code like a day-to-day. Like you said, it was 41-17. You can't take away the fact that Verrett went down. That has to yeah. have had an impact on the players. Absolutely. And when you're up that big, you, you know, it's natural to take your foot off the gas and think the game's won. How many other teams would have been taking the stars off the field like that? But maybe this was the kick up the proverbials that we needed in week one. You know, so, so one of the thing, 
the, the one thing that you've both missed about that last two minutes and the 16 points to put up on us, it all started with the flukiest of bounces. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, 999 times out of 1,000, a, a we'd have had that ball, the game would have been over. Yeah, yeah Kittle catches that ball a, a million times out of a million and one times, yeah. for sure. It, yeah, it, that it was just completely look. But that's yeah. the thing, though, Lee, isn't it? That's the NFL for you. Like we're saying, you're sitting there watching and no team gives up. I did like how they went to all pro Fred for the next onside kick, though, Nadji. And your boy had safe hands there, didn't he? There was no way he was dropping that. No, yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. All that matters, and as you said, I think, uh, it's a massive wake-up call. That it's just... Because had we cruised through this game and won even larger by scoring more more points and you know some like fifty to seventeen or something like that, maybe we would have got a bit complacent and and playing the Eagles next week would have been you know oh can easily be these guys as well. I think I think it's great that it happened to us and we still got the W. So you know it, people are going to be like all right well you know we can't really mess around here we. If we want to win 14 games plus, we're going to have to play a, an hour, you know, and not uh, 35 minutes, 40 minutes or whatever it was. Uh, because games can turn on their head really, really fast. Um, one injury, one bad play, one pick six, and, and you, you're looking at yourself not scoring points. And, and then it's the Super Bowl two years ago, isn't it? It's just that's exactly what happened. And we just can't be doing that uh, ever again. Let's well, learn look from at, this. Look at Debo's night last night. Yeah. He yeah. was absolutely brilliant. And then that last, I thought, that's it, that's the game done. He's got the first down and he was running yards after the catch and the defender, fair play, tracked back. As soon as that ball popped out, I thought, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I felt for him because every time there was like a break in play, the camera went to Debo and he was sat there, you know, hand on his head. And it was thinking, a little bit of disbelief, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at the podium afterwards when he said, you know, Kyle came in the locker room and said how did we feel about the win and he said nobody said anything the team was sat there a little bit like right okay maybe we need to play better and I like that I like that attitude like I said we've got the Eagles next week um, you know and then prepare for Aaron Rodgers who started the season in tip top form hasn't he boys he has he certainly <laughs> has yeah, well worth trading for three bad nights well, for, uh, for him the last time we started the season 1-0 versus the Lions we used a two-quarterback system. We finished the season in the Super Bowl. So, you know, let's just remain positive. One and all. I know the Verrett news has obviously got us all a bit down in the dumps, but I'm looking forward to next week. The virtual yeah. tailgate went quite well, didn't it, Lee? It did, yeah. It did. I wonder how Lee Elson's uh, <laughs> head was this morning. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Mr. Uh, I was... Playing my last game of the season, I got home about half six. So surprised you didn't hear him, Nadji, because I think from <laughs> Glasgow to London, Lee had had a few drinks and yeah. very excitably shouting Niners every seemed like every thirty seconds. Yeah, I think it was more like every five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so be, be, before we get completely off topic, I, I just want to pull out a couple of more things from the game. Um, so Kentavious Street had his very first NFL sack. True. Very true. Congratulations, Contavious. Tart I know was in... he's listening. <laughs> yeah, they all listen. They all Tart listen. had some fantastic stops last night. He played really yeah, well. 
I completely forgot to talk about Tart. I thought he was. Uh, now that you mentioned Arsha, yeah, you're right. I think he was the best player on defense yesterday. But I thought Tart for a while was, yeah, was pretty good. And and Jimmy Ward, just um, let's not talk about Jimmy Ward. And and one last thing that's completely out of the left field, but did anybody spot Sandra Bullock handing out coffee on the line sideline after the swift touchdown? No. It was in the third quarter. If you go back and look at it, 4.30 left on the clock in the third quarter. If you go and have a look at the touchdown, so you'll have to watch the the full game replay just to see this. And just have a look at who's handing out coffee on the sideline. It was the spitting dabs of Sandra Bullock. (laughs) I had to actually rewind it to do a double (laughs) check to see if it was her or not. Right. No, yeah, I'll I'll go and check it out and see what's happening. So... A couple of um, stats. One of the things that people have said about Jimmy Garoppolo is he only puts up the type of numbers that he puts up because we play the vast majority of our players with play-action pass. Last night, it was pretty much evenly um, evenly balanced. So, in fact, it, it was just tipped over into the no-play-action. There was 13 snaps or 13 attempts with no-play-action and 12 attempts with play action. And he was pretty much as successful with both of them. So play action, he completed 9 of 12, 13.3 yards average. When there was no play action, he completed 8 of 13 with 11.9 yards. So he looked fairly even, fairly balanced there. Um, another thing, um, on blitzes, or sorry, under pressure, when he was under pressure, he was getting 22.4 yards per attempt. That's and he completed insane. four out of five. It is pretty good, but if you recall, this is exactly what it was like in 2019 and 2017. He was always really good under pressure because it was quick decisions and the ball out really quick. So he did that really well. Sorry, in in a clean pocket. Are you trying to ring Nelly, Jed, or Kyle? Siri, <laughs> Siri wants to join the podcast. <laughs> Wait, is that the far voice and because Gareth's not here, bless him. <laughs> no, you're right. I remember right, a player where uh, um, when Jimmy's got a blitz and he flicks, he kind of does like a Mahomes flick to, uh, I think it was too hasty for a first down. It was further than nine or something. And then hasty managed to get the first down. And that's that's exactly what you want. You know, see the blitz and identify it and just throw straight into it because that's where there's room now. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think that's 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 good. More of that next week against a, a better defense. I think. Yeah, I like that. That when we talked about Nanti when he evaded that black pressure and he kind of like did a bit of a spin move and he kind of shrugged the defender off. Yeah. And I yeah. thought last year he'd have froze and that would have been a sack. And I just and, and like you said, he, he was running, he was passing. Neil Watson is definitely over the moon with the Jimmy performance. So we've got to name check that in there because he's been Jimmy's number one fan. Um, but so, yeah, so like you said. like this then? Um, so <laughs> I, I didn't see it during the game, but because I, I rewatched the game on Monday, um, just so I can get my head around everything that's happened in the game, pull out the important parts. On Debo's 79-yard touchdown reception, Jimmy was stood firm in the pocket and made the throw, even though he knew he was just about to get clattered by three defenders. And he did get hit immediately after releasing that ball. After Debo caught that ball, 
he hit a speed of 20.3 mile an hour on the run run into the end zone. Nice. Yeah, I think he said after the game, he said him and uh, Trent were on the floor, Trent Williams was on the floor, and he looked up and then D-Ball was like running through. Like you said, Lee, that's what all we've asked for, isn't it? He's looking healthy. Yeah. He's, you know, I know the news coming out of um, training camp was it's his best pre-season, his best OTAs, and you think, is it is it the noise? Are they trying to drum up interest in trading? But, you know, my bold prediction on last night's performance is looking right. If Jimmy plays like that, then we don't need to start Trey. No. I mean, no, he's, exactly. he's 100% Trey. So, you know, 100% touchdown, 100% completion. I think he can retire now. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's done. And your bold prediction went up in smoke, didn't it, Lee? Was it, it, was did, it yeah. not the known and put more than 20 21 points? points. Yeah. yeah. It looked good and at my, half time, though. Mine too, the, the passing touchdown was uh, pretty pretty early on on the yeah, six yeah. game. So. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other ball predictions went um, pear shaped. I'm sure the the people in the group will put it on that. I've seen Martin Hughes yeah. had done yeah. a, a chuckle at our, our ball prediction. A bit of fun before the season started. Yeah, right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.